Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Design Club podcast. I am very excited for this episode but first of all I do want to apologize for my voice. I might sound a little bit sick but I am actually not sick. I recently rescued a little kitten and I'm actually allergic to cats. So yeah I'm struggling with my allergy at the moment but I'm fighting through it. I want to get through it and yeah let's hope it will get better. And why I'm so excited about this episode is because I will read out some horrible client stories that you guys sent me on Instagram. If you are not following me on Instagram, it's at Tabea Design. And yeah, I don't know why, but I really like hearing these stories. I don't know, I kind of enjoy it. It's fun, but of course it's horrible because someone went through a horrible experience. But, you know, I always take things with a light heart, also my own experience. So let's just have a laugh. Let's take not everything too serious and hopefully let's obviously learn something from it. And some stories are shorter, some stories are longer, but they are all definitely juicy. And I will tell my own story at the very end, so stay tuned for that. Okay, story number one. I will not say the names of the accounts because I don't want to invade their privacy. But yeah, let's start with story number one. My client posted my work, brand presentation and brand identity on her website as her own work and was trying to promote her branding and website services with that. When I found out, I immediately texted her and convinced her to take it all off because she has no right to do that, obviously. And she admitted that it was wrong and she can't do branding or website, but she was in need of money, so that's why she did it. Wow, how rude, first of all. You should never take someone else's work and claim it to be yours and, you know, sell your services. That's absolutely wrong. Please don't do that. But I am happy that this person reached out and that the other person eventually understood that it was wrong and took it off. So I guess kind of happy ending. Next story. My worst client story still makes me so annoyed. I feel you. I was hired to design packaging. First red flag, the client gave me his Canva design and told me to recreate it in Illustrator. His design wasn't following any of his brand guidelines and when I adapted his draft to follow the guidelines and look more put together and legible, he said he wants me to do exactly what he has done in Canva. When I invoiced him, he said he will pay me 50% because he's done all the designing. Oh my gosh, that's so... That's so annoying. Like, I, I understand why you're still annoyed, to be honest. That is really, really annoying. Wow. I'm really sorry you had to go through this. But I think here also, you know, having a contract in place where it says exactly how much he has to pay. And, and if he doesn't pay, that you will take legal actions. I think in this case, it probably would have helped you. Okay, next story. I once had a client and she booked me for her new brand as her brand designer. It was all going super smooth and everything was going well. She paid the first 50% deposit and I designed the first round of designs that took two weeks to make. And I sent it to her via mail, asking her to send feedback. She never did. She ghosted me and I didn't hear back from her for three months. Of course, I continued emailing her but never got a response. Then, after three months, she started to email me in a really rude way, asking for her money back. I then explained to her that I did a lot of work and put lots of energy into this project and in the contract it says that she won't get back the 50% deposit once the project is booked. She got furious and rude and threatened to sue me and I got so scared and almost gave her the money back. 
oh my gosh, please don't. But I stood my ground and knew what was right, so I resisted. She eventually stopped emailing and I never heard back from her. Oh my god. It's so weird because she booked you, like she literally came to you, booked you, wanted to work with you, wanted to start a business, a brand. She just ghosted you. That just doesn't make any sense. Sometimes I don't understand people, like literally. Okay, next story. Once I had a client who was creepy AF and wouldn't stop texting, calling and being very personal. At first it seemed like the perfect project and the perfect client. We got along super well and I liked their business, so I was pumped. But after a week or so, they started texting me at inappropriate hours, expecting me to answer and giving them updates, and they even called me. I tried to set boundaries, but I was not confident enough, and I didn't know how to without being rude. They started texting me about personal stuff too, which made me kind of uncomfortable. That's understandable. I tried to be nice about it, but honestly, I just wanted to wrap up this project ASAP so I could let them go, lol. In the end, they were super happy with the end result and liked my work, so luckily that went well. It was just creepy how they insisted on calling, wanting updates all the time and nagging me daily. I learned that it is important to set boundaries and make it very clear from the beginning what is okay and what is not. And maybe I won't give any future clients my phone number, ha ha ha. Maybe yes. I think it's very important upfront before you even start a project, you know, to have a call with a client to really see, you know, what their personality is like, if you are vibing with them, because I feel like on the personal level, it's really important if it's feeling right. Next story. I had a terrible client story a few months ago. I started working on the landing page for a girl that wanted to start her own blog as a real estate agent in Spain. We had a few real life meetings, strategy sessions and she signed off the contract and paid a 50% fee. Everything was going so well. I have done mood boards and started working on designs and then one freaking day her boyfriend appeared and started saying in a very rude way that a WordPress multi-page blog would be better for her and he wanted me to do this instead of a landing. I said, no problem, let's do another contract for this and we can start from scratch. He insisted that I had to do this work at the price from the previous contract, refused to have a normal dialogue, began to threaten me and demanded a refund. While I was texting with him, my client, the girl, was silent and after I asked her what the hell is going on, she replied that she thinks that I was deceiving her and she wants me to do what her boyfriend said. I was shocked and confused, so I immediately stopped this project and said goodbye to them both. <laughs> Good for you. And she also sent me some of her conclusions that she took away from this project, which is amazing. Always ask the client who was in charge of the project and who will make the decisions. Draw up a contract in great detail and describe exactly the scope of work. Don't be afraid to stop the project with clients who don't respect you. Yes, girl, exactly. And now I have some shorter stories. During my early ad agency, I had a client who would literally bully me till I cried. LOL. <laughs> um... I'm so sorry, that's not fun, I really am sorry, but it's always important to have open and honest conversations and if you really feel like you're getting bullied, that's an absolute no-no, please have a conversation with that person. One client asked to rip off a logo he found online because he didn't think anyone else would notice. Oh my gosh. Another client, a large company, wasn't paying me. I had to go to the president of the company and he finally got my paycheck 
after six months. Wow. Unfortunately, I think that happens quite a lot with, you know, not paying or even other people showing you a logo and just saying, please just copy this. I just want exactly this logo. Unfortunately, I think this happens quite often. But I think as a designer, we should never just say, okay, I will just do that because just no. <laughs> just no, we have to be more creative than that. And that's absolutely wrong to just copy something. Okay, now it's finally time for my own story. And this happened, I think, about two years ago. So at the very start of my journey of my business. And now looking back, I'm seeing so many red flags and I did so many mistakes. But hey, we all learn from them, hopefully. So let's start with my story. As I said, it was at the start of my journey. This was, I think, maybe even just my third client ever. It was a pizza shop and I was really, really excited to work with him because I really liked the creative direction he wanted to go in. And the first red flag now looking back was that he only wanted to communicate on Instagram DMs, which I feel like is very unprofessional. I don't like to only text on DM. I mean, if someone is inquiring in my Instagram DMs, that's totally fine. But I do want to switch it to email. But when I told him that I want to have his email so we can chat over email or book a call, he would literally just ignore it. Like he wouldn't listen to me, he would just ignore it. And I was like, um, well, you know, it's fine, it's fine. So yeah, because now I only take on projects if I have a face-to-face -face conversation with a client, if I have a call and he just wouldn't want to do that. So that was the first red flag. And the second thing was that, you know, he didn't have a big budget. And of course it was the beginning of my journey. I did not charge A lot at all. I undercharged myself a lot but you know it was one of my first clients so I was just happy to get any money and I charged <laughs> I charged 300 euro for a full branding and packaging for the pizza box. I know it's a shame. I yeah I would never do that but anyway and even though it was super cheap he was still negotiating wanting you know to pay me less and now looking back that was another big red flag but I really wanted to work with him so I was being so nice I was such a people pleaser and yeah we ended up with the number 300 euros he was fine with it and he did sign a contract which was always really important to me that we have a contract in place And I told him from the beginning that because I am doing the pizza box packaging that I need the exact die line for the size of the pizza box, obviously. And I explained to him what it is, where he can get it from. And he said, yes, of course, I will get it to you. But later I'm going to tell you if that even happened. So I do this project and he keeps texting me on Instagram DM every single day wanting updates and I'm telling him hey I am working on this behind the scenes when it's finished I will show you in a brand presentation just like I told you before but he was just like no send me now send me photo now and I'm like um well that's not how it works you know I want to take my time design the branding that you like that you want and then I will you know put it on mock-ups and do it in a nice brand presentation so you can really visualize how it will look like and he was like no send me a photo I will see now so we can correct it and oh my gosh that made me feel so weird because I didn't know what to do should I do it should I not do it so I ended up not doing it and I just told him how you know things work here in my studio how I work and then I could kind of please him with that 
but he wouldn't stop. He would text me every day saying, hey, how's it going? Are you finished? Where are you in the project? How was it going? And that was putting so much pressure on me because I felt like I had to rush it. But after I was finished, he was actually pretty happy with the branding. He liked it a lot. And then it was time to put the brand identity to work and to design the brand packaging. So I was like, hey, do you have the packaging dye line? And he sends me a picture of the pizza box. And I'm like, I know how a pizza box looks like. <laughs> I need the dye line, like the exact size of the packaging, like I told you before. Again, he just sends me the picture of the pizza box. And I'm like... Um, again, I know how a pizza box looks like, but I need the exact size, blah, blah, blah. This was going on for, I think, one week until he just said, fine, I'll do it myself. And yeah, then he ended up not paying the full price. He only paid me half. And yeah, that was probably my worst client story ever. And I really hope nothing like this ever happens again. I really hope nothing like this ever happens to you. And things I learned from it, yes, we had a contract and yes, it stated, you know, what he has to pay. But at the end, I didn't design the packaging design. So to me, it made sense that he's not going to pay the full price. And honestly, I just wanted to get rid of this dude. I was like, okay, let's just, you know, get over it. Try to be better. Try to learn from my mistakes. And of course, now I am always checking for red flags because there are red flags And in this project with this client, there were a lot of red flags. But I think at the beginning, you know, you are just so excited to even get a client, to even get someone to, you know, be interested in working with you. So I get that we can get too excited about something. But, you know, I really don't want to have the headache of having, you know, any terrible or rude clients anymore. Okay, so these were all of the horrible client stories that I have for you today. I really enjoyed telling you guys and I will probably do it again. And I really hope that you could learn something from these stories and that you don't make the same mistakes that I did and that the other girls did. So let's just try to be better and learn from our mistakes. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.